Hi there, I'm Dr. Noelle Nelson, and it's my pleasure to share a few thoughts with you today, some uplifting, inspiring, and practical tips to help you find greater happiness and success in your life. Today's topic, talk less, listen more. You moan, you groan to your BFF that you are beyond frustrated with your significant other, whom you can't seem to get to do anything you need them to do. And then there's your child, who you have decided couldn't possibly be your child. They must have made a mistake at the hospital. Of course, your child is sitting there thinking the same thing. Said child who absolutely refuses to do what they are supposed to do. And, you continue, still at top volume, there's your coworker or your employee who stubbornly will not go along with their part of the current project. Life has its frustrations, your BFF responds. Oh, that's real helpful, you say. What am I supposed to do, you yell, quickly adding her to your list of frustrations. Good question. Maybe you're not supposed to do much of anything at all. Maybe the whole problem has been your seeing only one way to resolve your frustrations, namely demanding, pushing, or nudging, all of which are one form or another of doing, people to do what you need done. So what's the answer, you might ask, thoroughly irritated? Am I supposed to just give up, let them do nothing, do it all myself? Hmm, well, giving up won't get the job done. Letting them do nothing will only make you resentful. And doing it all yourself? Oh, please. All it'll do is earn you an early grave as you drive yourself prematurely into it. So no, instead, talk less, listen more, and prepare more. First of all, listen more. When people resist doing either what they've agreed to do or what they are supposed to do, it's rarely because they 100% don't want to do it under any circumstances. Most of the time, it's because there's something about doing the thing you need done which doesn't work for them. Great, you say. So why don't they say so? Oh, for about a hundred different reasons, none of which matter right now. What does matter is that you have to find a way to find out what their resistance is. Ask, for example, it seems difficult for you to do your share of housework. What's in the way for you? The phrase, what's in the way, is a very non-judgmental, effective question. Ask it genuinely really wanting to know the answer, without anger, without attacking, and then listen. Don't accept, I don't know, as an answer. Ask again, gently, nicely. Well, if you did know, what might be in the way of your getting this done? And listen, accept the answer you get. For example, I don't have the time. Okay, fine. They're giving their take on the matter. Don't debate it. You see, one of the reasons people are reluctant to share their reticence to doing things is our tendency to argue with them, as in, what do you mean you don't have time? You have time to watch the football game. Mm, not a good idea. Instead, once you've determined what the resistance is, find out what their preference is. Okay, well, how can we work it out so either you do find the time or we figure out another way to get the housework done? And once again, listen. When we stop blaming people, faulting them, and generally making them wrong for having their preferences and resistances, people become much more willing to share their reasoning with us and more open to working out solutions with us. I mean, come on. Who wants to be cooperative with a screaming, demanding person 
or a whining, pleading, nagging, begging one. Neither are conducive to working out solutions together. Oh, and by the way, children are people too. You'll get a lot more cooperation from your kids when you approach them as people with their own preferences and resistances. If you're open to hearing and accepting those, then your child will be more open to working with you to get things done. And next, prepare more. Once you've listened, you may want to think for a while in order to take into account the other person's preferences and resistances with what you need to get done. Don't be overly eager to jump to a new solution. Think it through. Be willing to come back with two or three new solutions, factoring in the other person's preferences. Ask them to come up with two or three of their own. Then when you meet again to work it through, you can use elements from both your lists of solutions. People are much more willing to go along with decisions in which they've had an active hand. And yes, once again, children are people too. Thank you for listening to Up. And check out my new book, I Survived COVID-19, What Now? Finding Happiness and Success in a Post-COVID World. If you'd like more uplifting, inspiring, practical tips and techniques, as well as my website, noelnelson.com. Or take a look at my Meet the Amazings Facebook page. Until next time, be well and take care.